Hello, uh, welcome to another episode of Sounds That Changed My Life. We were going to do another album this week, but today, uh, decisions get changed in the blink of an eye. Oh, tenacious you can get a fuck, mate. I suppose you can say this decision was a complete 182 turn. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there are some Easter eggs in this intro. If you can't get them, sorry. But I don't know where yeah. you'd find those Easter eggs. Not at all. Not at mm. all. I'm glad you yeah. uh, but, took, uh I'm glad you took off your pants and jacket. Damn it! <laughs> that was part of it. Ah <laughs> fuck. Oh, I was just about to say, like fact. So just relax, you know, get a drink, grab a snack, take your pants off and jacket, and we'll see you after the intro. Sweet. Are you, yes you, looking for a spectacular listening experience? Then you've come to the right place. Care to have your ear holes entertained by music chatter? Then be sure to stick around. Is this everything you've ever wanted and more? Then don't forget to blast beat those special buttons, you, for more quivering eargasms. <laughs> We're opening it right there. <laughs> Josh trying to swallow. Hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, we've been gone for a while. Yeah. Hello, Ben. Hello. Um, so, yeah, we've been gone for a while. We've been making changes to the channel, the room, all this sort of stuff. Josh asked me before we started this whether anyone needed a piss. Just like, you know, when you're a kid and people go, oh, you need a toilet. Do you need to squeeze the lemon? And they go, no. And then you, you can leave the house and then they go, I really need a wee. You need a piss now, don't you? I think I might. Fuck. So that's okay. You should, yeah, we're good. Good. Well, we've started now, so we go on as we mean to. Uh, there's the saying that I should have said right there and I didn't. Um, but yeah. Hello. Hello, Hi. everyone. Um, we are covering our album today. And take off your pants and jacket. Hence or... the Blink t-shirt. Take off your pants and jacket. Nice. Which took me up until about... I wouldn't shake that much if you, need a, if you need to go to the toilet. I'm good. I'm good. I'm absolutely fine. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I didn't know that that was a joke until like... Two years ago. It was today years old. I realised that's what the album title was about. <laughs> did you see Seriously? that? Did you, yeah. did you see the no. failure in English then? <laughs> I was today as old as old as old then. I mean, I'm not that familiar with the album, but even I knew that. Yeah. I mean, saying that, to be fair, it only occurred to me the album cover probably yesterday, maybe. What? Because was it, obviously you have an airplane at the top. Take yeah. off. Take off, pants and jacket. Yeah. Never got that. You've only, please tell me you've only just, you have said that. Fuck's sake, man. All right, I'm very late to the party. I didn't get the memo. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is a great start. So, I think we're ready to jack it. <laughs> so, um, Josh is the master of ceremonies and he does all the structural stuff and keeps us on a... A tight leash, so yes. where would you like to start, Josh? I'm sorry if this makes a noise as I move the microphone. Sorry, uh, guys. I'd like to start by actually uh, finding a note. <laughs> no, I found it. Um, yes, oh. hello and welcome. Um, thank you for being here tonight with us. 
Um, we This is a podcast, pretty much three friends got together to discuss albums which have changed our lives in some way or another, and hence the name. Um, so, yeah, if that's the kind of cheese you like to listen to, then please check out all the other episodes, because we have, we're coming up to... Gonna be on episode forty soon. Yeah. While we've well, this is thirty-five, is it? <laughs> yeah, this is thirty-five. Yeah. yeah, we've we've been planning. We've got up until episode four. Sorry, I'm looking at the board. We've got up until episode forty, pretty much planned. Yeah. So, so um, that will be a good one. Yes. Um, we are still getting used to the new setup and all that sort of stuff. So if you see me reaching for the camera switcher, I am sorry. Um. And if Ben starts talking and I don't cut straight away to, on the camera to him, I'm not being rude. I just uh, I keep forgetting. So <laughs> Mi bueno. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we weren't originally meant to do Blink-182 for this episode, nah. but it just seems fitting that, obviously, with the news over the past week. Yes! <laughs> Tom's but, back. <laughs> but obviously, yeah, they're, they're doing a new album. They're, they're touring again next year. So. Big tour, man. A very big tour. From being away for such a while, um, well, the, obviously the the three of them, um, for them to do such a big tour straight off. I, well, obviously they've been working in the background on an album, so it's going to have been for some time, but for them to keep it so quiet. It's as yeah. if, like, it's so crazy because, like, they just go, oh, we're back, and Here's a world tour. It's fucking mad. It's absolutely nuts. I, I saw Mark. I think he said something on like uh, I read it online, and Mark had said how he saw a, a some guy at a baseball game, like the day before it got announced, mm. and this guy basically came up to him and was like, "Please, please tell me that Tom's coming back, please." <laughs> and then it was like I couldn't say anything, and it was killing me. Aww. And then. He, he, he must have been like, he said something like, oh, I should have said, this is for you, Stephen, when they announced it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That would have been cool. And I thought it's like, you know, everyone wanted it. And, you know, as good as a job that Matt from Alkaline Trio did, it wasn't, it wasn't Blink. He did a great job, but it wasn't. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. It didn't that, really feel like it. That's the thing. There's so many bands out there who've, that have done that kind of thing. And I, I I'm not, I don't want to name drop purely for the fact it's it's mean, but um, you'll know who I mean band-wise if I say uh, fake Jack Black. Um, I wish I knew what you was on about. <laughs> I feel like you don't even... You, you don't know. Of course you know who I mean. What? The Jack Black alternative. I think you're going to have to say oh, it Oh, Mice and Men. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, so obviously... <laughs> What I mean there is basically that uh, Austin left due to health reasons, and then obviously the uh, the bass player then filled in vocalist role as full time. Yeah. I personally then don't see of mice and men the same because I associate Austin being the lead vocalist, which obviously yes, uh, bass. Well, the original bass player had mm. been doing vocals, but in the background, but. To me, I'd rather them turn around and just change the name and become a new band. That makes sense. They're, yeah. they're still going yeah. to have the following because the the, mo- the majority of the lineup is there. But I then, I don't know, that's what I would do. It was the same with Blink. Once, uh, I can't remember his name, uh, the bloke from Michelangelo, once he joined, I would rather them just change the name, do a, de- a side project. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, like once once Matt Skiba had like joined. Don't get me wrong. Like it was only supposed to be a temporary thing. Like mm. they were supposed to play a show. Uh, I think I might be wrong. I think it was BlizzCon. Um, and they were playing a show at BlizzCon, or it was uh, it was like a tattoo convention that Travis Barker runs with Kat Von D every year. He's been yeah, doing it for yeah. years. Yeah. It was supposed to be a headline show with that, um, and then Tom pulled out. Um, and initially, it wasn't supposed to be. Was it all stuff to do with him getting like really into the aliens, alien stuff? Yeah. I, I've watched um, Joe Rogan's podcast where Tom goes on to it and explains the whole scenario of basically what's happened. It's so fucking interesting. He's, he's a smart man. I have to watch that. Honestly, go and watch it. It's amazing. A lot of people think that he's he's bonkers, but it's just like as soon as you start talking about something that fucking switched on. Yeah, man. as soon as people start talking about things that aren't really the norm. Yeah. Or things that other people can't really understand. Yeah. Thing yeah. is, the way he explained it in the podcast that he was on, he said all the information is out there. It's just whether you whether you want to read and take the time to research it yourself. Because it's it's all out there apparently. And I did after watching that, I did delve into trying to look for different shit. And obviously you're going to get skeptics and whatnot uh, coming up with crap. Um like deep fakes and all this Malarkey. Um, oh, that's isn't it horrible. Malarkey. Yeah. <laughs> Lingo count now. I'm, tra- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to curb my swearing a bit, but it's, it's probably a hard. Oh, no. You t- I'll tell you what, once we get to a point where we are, where we are like monetized on YouTube, it'll just be like all of our tra- all of our videos will just be it's like, beep, not beep. eligible. <laughs> like, you said dick. Oh, okay, there's Josh, another one. Josh said cunt. And <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Is that the first seed bomb on the podcast? My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that one. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think it's a, yeah, I think he's welcome. Like it's one of those things that everyone saw it coming. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Mark getting cancer, and obviously he's now better, and like everyone was so happy for that. And you know, you never want to see someone get ill, no. but you at the back of your head, like as soon as he said that he was clear, everyone's like. It's got to happen. Yeah. I mean, uh, I suppose that something like that happening to you gives you a different perspective on things. Like, look what they know. did when Travis was in the plane crash. Yeah. Yeah. They came exactly back. It. They it came back. Yeah. The same thing. It's, That's where yeah. I got this t shirt. <laughs> Not the plane crash. That, that's a bad joke. I'm sorry. He took it off his body. Sorry. That's dark. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. But basically, <laughs> what I actually meant was like, I. You'll probably remember, like, when they got back together, obviously it was it was about a year or so after Travis had had the crash, and then they all came back together, and they announced it at, like, the Video Music Awards or something. Yeah. Um, and Travis still had, like, a sling on his arm when they announced it, if I remember Crazy. rightly. And then in 2010, they played Reading and Leeds Festival, and that was, like, their show back in the UK. That was their first show. Um, that I think they'd done some other shows in America, but it was like their first show in the UK. I had to be there, mm-hmm. yeah. so they did that tour. Um, I saw them on their first show back in the UK, was and then one? which was the one that we went to when Four Year Strong played? Uh, that was Neighborhoods. Oh, so yeah. that's what I was going to say is that I, I went to Leeds, my first festival, just purely for this reason. <laughs> um, so then saw them, cried. And then they released Neighbourhoods. They took a big tour. Um, and then that made 
it's kind of like they did now. Like they just keep adding more and more dates. They did two dates in Birmingham. I went with you to one of them, and I I set I seen both dates in Birmingham, and then I saw their last show with Tom. Oh, did you? Um, at Reading Festival, and I remember watching the set. Not like I'm a proper like oh. I know how they play live, mm. but I watched their set and I remember as they finished, I remember saying to my friends, I was like, that wasn't, that wasn't normal because you could tell like Tom and Mark would not go near each other on stage. Oh, and you can find planned. it on, you can find it on iPlayer, on BBC iPlayer and you can go watch the Reading Festival coverage and it's on YouTube and stuff. Mm. They do not go near each other. That's mad. And um, I remember saying to a friend, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if that's their last show. And it was their it was their last show as that lineup. Yeah, we didn't know obviously the stuff with Matt was going to happen, but yeah, um, then it did. Mm. So yeah, like just to kind of go back to the point, I, I think it's a very welcome, but familiar change. Yeah, uh, a, a lot of people wanted, um, and I guess at least they're not doing the system of a down thing where it's just like, oh look, we're back together, but we're not going to release any new music. Yeah, that was, I don't know the whole system thing. Obviously, I hold. I'll hold that band to my heart very dearly, purely mm. for the fact I've I've grown up with that band and they released their last album what feels like such a long time now. 2003, 2004, Hypnotize and Mesmerize were? I think it, it was. Let me let me just double check. Cause, um, I've got 2005 in my mind for some reason. I don't know. Um, but my point is... is Obviously, well, they did release a couple of songs. Was it the back end of last year? 2005, yeah. you're right. Yeah. And, I mean, it sounds like them, but I wish... To, I don't know, there's a part of me which... It's like the Mighty Booth. Once you've finished, I'd much rather you just stay finished. Yeah. In a way, because I've got such fond memories of what I know if you was to leave it 10, 15 years and then come back and try and write, you're going to have some, you're going to have completely different ideas. That's the whole nostalgia thing though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like there's, I suppose there's two sides to it because it's kind of like, you know, the system released new music last year and it's for like charity. Mm-hmm. It was two songs. One of the songs I was like, yeah. <laughs> but then the other one, <laughs> The other one, I was like, "Oh, that's that system." So they yeah. can still do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they just they just don't. Um, and that's the thing. I, I, uh, I think it was either you sent it me or I sent it you. Um, the Ernie Ball strings theory uh, that uh, Darren did. Yeah, and it's fucking amazing. Funnily just, enough, the so... first one that I watched of that series was Tom DeLonge. Oh, really? And I think his is like an hour, an hour long or Holy something like that. Sugar. It's really good. And it, it goes from why he chose to play the Stratocaster with the Invaders in them, which is like his iconic guitar yeah. coming up through Blink, and then why he switched over to the Gibsons, but, you know, the hollow bodies that he now plays. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people tend to look at him as, oh, you know, he had that guitar in Blink, and then he had this guitar in Angels and Airwaves, and it wasn't true. Like, he did Boxcar Racer, where he started using the hollow bodies. Then on the self-titled album with Blink, he started using the hollow bodies more. Oh, okay. And it was only when he got his signature model with Angels and Airways that people go, oh, it's the Tom DeLonge guitar. <laughs> but you can still, you know, people still remake the, the Fender that he had with the, you know, the Stratocaster and the 
you know the blue fender and all that sort of stuff because yeah. it's such an iconic guitar from that time and i think it's it stands really to speak on how much of an impact they made as a band that yeah. time. The, the guitar aspect it's kind of how i got more into blink i never really grew up knowing much about it it wasn't a band that i was exposed to at an early age yeah and you know i think about, about 10 12 years ago looking at guitars and then tom's epiphone signature uh 335 mm. and I, I i didn't even really know much so i didn't know much about blink but i just thought that guitar was fucking gorgeous mm. <laughs> i think it was the brown one with the single humbucker yeah yeah with the stripe going up it and then say that's how i kind of started listening to blink like he went through a stage where he like absolutely wrecked those guitars. Yeah. Like, and it was when Blink came back with Travis, you know, after the plane crash, he got, went through a, f- a phase where like he was so well known for that striped guitar that he started just, and like there was guitars that he was playing that there was a white one that he played on the neighborhoods tour mm. where he was just like, um, he'd just spray paint it all over it, or he'd basically put spray paint on it and let it bleed in different colors down the guitar. That's cool. And that's another one that when I'm, he, he did loads of different di- guitars and then he sold them on like reverb or something I'm like that. I'm pretty sure Shoot, there's a yeah. YouTube video of him going through his guitars. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, it's not a rig rundown, but there is a video out there somewhere going through the guitars he's got. I know that initially they did like a reverb listing where they sold all the Blink stuff for charity and like some of, Mark's bases came up on there like that. I was going to say, I bet that made, made a killing. Make a mint, wouldn't it? But then, yeah. I suppose they're one of, one of a kind, if especially if they've been used on tours and whatnot oh, yeah. and recordings. Yeah, but you, you say that, but you look at, um, and I read somewhere before that Billy Joe Armstrong, obviously from Green Day, he's got Blue, which is his Fernandez Stratocaster copy yeah. that he's just covered in stickers. That guitar has been fixed so many times throughout the years that he's got, <laughs> He's got replicas on stage, not on stage with him. Like they take him on tour. Yeah, I think yeah. he's got like thirteen or fourteen replicas that he's never used because he will only ever play the original. Yeah, um, it's like um, Brian May. Obviously, he made the Red Special. Other P companies have made copies of the Red, but he never uses them. He takes them on tour with him, never uses them. He just sticks with the original. Uh, they say instruments age like like fine wine. That's the thing. The, isn't it? the longer you use it, the the better the the quality of sound that's going to come through. Yeah. Well, you'd, you'd sort of expect so, wouldn't you? Like, it's it's one thing having, you know, a guitar that you've had for a month and you could have had the exact same guitar, same specs for 10 years. It's going to sound different. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not going to be the same guitar as much as the same specs and stuff. Like that. You know, it could just be down to foot of the wood, how much moisture is in the wood. Even, how you've yeah. played it just little things like that the epiphone dove that i have in my living room i've had that for eight years now and yeah. it's just gotten better with age it sounds so it sounds a hell of a lot different i've got I found a video when i first got it, it just sounds so much different but so much better for how, how I age as, it is. as they get well if you've put some money into a good guitar do you get better with age like but you can't do that with a cheap harley benton no there's an argument to be made with like cheaper guitars and more expensive. But my, my granddad, he's I can't remember last time he bought a brand new guitar. He is he constantly just goes to car boots and you know, he, he doesn't look at brands, he looks if it sounds good to him, he'll he'll buy it and he'll play it. Mm. And he's got some guitars that are gotta be about I think there's one. I think he got it 
can't remember when he got it, but it's about a 50 years old, the guitar. Holy shit. Yeah, he was in a bad state when he got it, but he's had someone like redo it for him. But it's one of the best sounding guitars I've ever had. He's got an Echo 12 string he's had for as long as I can remember as well. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. Like, I, that's one guitar I'd love. A 12 string to me is probably one of the, like, it sounds The Holy beautiful. Grail. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever played one? Yeah. It's fucking weird, man. Because obviously you can't feel the, the gaps between each yeah. of the strings. My granddad so you... borrowed me that Echo once and it needed new strings. I tried to restring it. I completely fucked it up. <laughs> it throws you off. I honestly wouldn't. I wouldn't have a faint idea where to start rooting in a 12 string. Yeah. Just, which is quite sad to say. But I think it goes to show with, <laughs> with certain things as well. Like, again, with Billy Joe Armstrong. He very publicly had a meltdown at the iHeart Radio Festival when yeah. he was going crazy about Justin Bieber. And then he smashed up his guitar. He's had that guitar rebuilt, the Les Paul Jr. He plays that every night on tour. That's how that, that's the one guitar I've known him for, is the Les Paul Jr. The junior, yeah. yeah. Like they released a version of it afterwards, but it, I think I think it was Epiphone, not a Gibson. Yeah. Um, but they released like a replica of it. The Epiphone is so cheap yeah. boy it's yeah. ridiculous and i mean really cheap but if you were to kind of put guitars up to me and you would say fender or gibson and you were to say this one's worth ten thousand pound i'd probably go towards a good fender personally what if someone give you 10 10 grand to spend on yeah a if you said if you said here's a super expensive guitar i'd be tempted to go towards fender like a Mustang or a Jag or something like that. Okay. But if you said, here's 500 quid, I go pick out a starter between a Squire and an Epiphone, I go Epiphone every day. Of the oh, week. yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Just because they, they are completely different guitars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I suppose it really depends on the type of music you're trying to play and the style that you're actually doing as well. Because you'll find. It makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You find Fenders use, well, are. I'm not going to say nine times out of ten because I'm probably going to get roasted for it. Um, you'll find clean playing guitars use Fender, yeah, more often. Whereas uh, Fenders have that spanky tone, though, don't they? Yeah, uh, I think it's down to the well, one the uh, scale length, and two the the pickups that actually using it. Yeah. Because you'll tend to find a lot of vendors use uh, two humbuckers, one single, um, which you can get a, a nice uh, wide range of tones out of it. Whereas the like the Gibsons, obviously, you'll nine times out of ten find that it's like two humbuckers in yeah, there. Yeah. So you can either choose one or the other, or slap down in the middle. Um, no, I, I don't know. You find a lot of more metal guitarists using. Like the the Gibsons, like, I mean, look at uh, James Hetfield. He uses his Gibson. Uh, what is it, the Snake Bite? Mm. Um, absolutely fucking mint of a guitar. I mean, in terms of like classic metal, and Metallica and stuff, yes, definitely. There are a lot of metalcore bands, hardcore bands, and stuff moving towards Fender shapes now. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but we've gone on a tangent. Just back to say, and we're already uh, <laughs> this, this, twenty minutes into the podcast. Let's get this, this is something that can be a whole. Ep- we said it before. This can be something that a whole episode on its own. Really, I think we are going to do. Um, we said we're going to do a gear podcast, aren't we? At some point, yeah, so yes, I think definitely. That at some point, that's going to be a consider that a teaser. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So, for both of you, where 
But how did you get on to being exposed to Blink? Oh. <laughs> I'll start. Um, I'll start this one off because. Uh, yeah, I was I, gonna say that. Uh, ben can start. Tom, this Tom's one gonna off. like go in, go in. No, his, so. I'm not the biggest Blink fan. No, not at all. Not no, no. at all. In. If people are just listening to that on audio. They are. <laughs> Really creeped out. Right now. I, I suppose it'd be a little bit creeped out looking at that on video too. But <laughs> I'm creeped out, and I'm just sitting right here. In. <laughs> so um, yeah, go on then, Ben. I I've been trying so hard to think where, when, how, why, where, when, and yes, all that jazz. I can't think, but at some point I did. I've like. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I wasn't exposed to Blink when I was younger. When this album came out, I was what six, seven, yeah, six. So, and like I said, I it wasn't. What's the matter with you? Quack my face. I'm <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, it just wasn't something that I got introduced to. So I think it's just the older I got, the more I heard of them. Okay. Was it yeah. something like Kerrang, which we were exposed to? More than or? likely, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, oh, like, you know. <laughs> hey, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and obviously, it's it, Blink have songs that everybody know, like everyone knows. You know, even if you don't know that it's Blink, you know the songs. You know, like all the small things and stuff like that. I yeah, if you, you quote one line from "I Miss You," everyone's like, "Oh, it's Blink." Where are you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. So, what about you? How? Where was your first exposure? Because I don't think me and you have really had this conversation. No. Uh, to be honest, if I'm, my exposure was from you. Oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because I remember early, and I mean very early into our skating days. You, you all, you had the the music gadgets. You had the iPod, or the the one with the circular wheel Still on it. Still got that. Have you actually? Holy yeah. shit! I'd love the only to reason see the I gems on that. Yeah, the only reason I don't use it anymore is because the headphone jack stopped working. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh-uh. And I want to find. I I need to buy the cable for it. Thirty pin. Yeah. Um, but I want to see what's on that iPod. I was gonna say that'd be amazing. So I've got to some. See. I've got probably got some gems on there. Some, yeah. you know, Papa Roach ripped from LimeWire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I remember you having having that, and you used to bring it out. Um, so if we were just sat there, just having a having a bit of a chill, you'd put it on, and we'd you'd share my uh, share your earphone uh, with me. And I, I remember you having uh, quite quite a lot of their discography well, at the time on your iPod. So I'd, I'd say that's probably the earliest memory um, of me being exposed to them. Um, I, I know this band is one of your favorite bands. And really? Told you, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were being serious. Then. I was going to say, what? Um. No, yeah, obviously with you, with how how fond of this band you are, they have been, uh, they're not a band which I would typically actively listen to mm-hmm. unless I'm looking for nostalgia 
and looking yeah. to reminisce. Um, but I know there's been quite a few times in the past where you've said, "Oh, the uh, like they've got a new tour out or something, something within the news with this band." So then I'll go, "Oh, I'll, shit, I'll, I'll look into it." Um, but I think that is really unless you talk to me about them, it's not normally a band that I would go out and just go actively listen to. So or, you kind of, your exposure th- is through outside exposure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I, that's, that's the earliest memory. And that is probably the, the most that I listen to them is when you mention them or, uh, I don't know, to be honest, it's, it, you, you're the only person I'll talk to about them. Yeah. Because I, I don't really know many other people that, neither do I. Not necessarily no. like them, but really listen to yeah. them. Yeah, honest, honest to God, yeah. There's not many people. It's I the feel same like they're more commercial now than they've ever been. Um, yeah, I'll, as in like, it's suddenly there's Blink fans from everywhere. Yeah, I think. Whereas, like when we were younger, it'd be like, oh, who are these? Yeah, I, I mean to be honest. <laughs> I re-listened to this album again today and it really surprised me um, purely for the fact, and this is probably, it, one, it's going to shock the both of you and two, it's going to shock all of you. <laughs> yeah, I've just been pointing at this point at the camera for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we were picking this album in the lineup, like I knew we wanted to do a Blink album purely for mm. the fact that so fond of you, uh, you're so fond of them. I thought I knew this album. I listened to it today and I didn't know. I bet you any money if you if you were to really start picking out the songs that you know, you'd be looking at it un- untitled. Not- Probably, yeah. Yeah. It's more the ones which are exposed in media. More yeah. Like- yeah, definitely untitled. I've been listening to this album now for the past few days, just when I'm going to and from work. So it's pretty much been the only out like music i've been listening to probably for the past three days yeah there's some songs that are new you can say like um rock show first date Wouldn't... what the fuck rock show is new to you no no it's not that it's new i knew it oh shit oh, sorry i was gonna say, I was gonna say no 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 like the, them them two are songs that are new already <laughs> but Say, before listening to the album, if you asked me what album was it on, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. Yeah, I'm exactly yeah. the same, to be honest. I I don't know. I think this is a band which I don't know crazy much about, to be honest. No. Uh, they are a very big band in terms of points they've made in my life, in terms of memories and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. it's not one of those bands which I'll actively go and listen to and research. I had some fun doing research with this, though. I couldn't get much. But like apparently, you'll probably have known this already. It, the one eight two part wasn't originally part of the name. So Blink were originally just Blink, um, and I'm pretty sure it was like a, like an Irish band. Yeah, it was. That yeah, were called Blink, and they took them to court. Oh shit, really? Um, and they were like, "You can't be called that." They just picked a random number. I love the fact that fans started making their own speculations what the 182 meant. And then the best one was, apparently it was how many times Al Pacino said fuck in Scarface. <laughs> how the hell did they get that? <laughs> no, that? That's mad. That's great. I, th- I think the thing is, though, like, they should lean into it. Like, I think they did. Like, you look at 21 Pilots, for instance, they do the same thing. 
how did Tyler and Josh meet? And every time they talk about it, it's a different story. That's and cool. Blink kind of think they did the same thing. Like I've read different places that 182 was like different things. But I, I, I think it was just something random. From- I, think, I think they've openly <laughs> said that it was random. Yeah. yeah. Imagine they ran onto like MySpace or whatever the social media was back then. They went to type in, uh, create an account, put Blink. Oh, Blink's already been taken. And <laughs> it comes up a random number at the end. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, so I think it's just one of those that I think people are most exposed to the, the self-titled album. Yeah. Or the untitled or whatever you want to call it. Um. And I see why. Like, I've probably listened to the Untitled album probably more. This this one had by far and above the most. I was just, about, so. to, I was just about to ask that, like, why specifically this album? Um, Wasn't this their third or fourth album? So you had Buddha, Chester the Cat, Enema of the State. That was the one that I thought you would have got, yeah. I would have known most. I like Enema because it was um, Travis's first album, and you you do see, you do hear a difference. Like Dumpweed, a brilliant way to open an album. It's an iconic album cover as well. Yeah, and yeah. I, th- I think it's everyone one of those knows that, that album cover. Like I like Enema, but I like the live album that came after that, the Mark Travis and Tom show, or yeah. whichever order it's in. Um, I love that album, and it's one of my favorite live albums because it really shows their humor and how they are live. Mm. But I really wish that it came out after Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Yeah, because it'd just be it'd just be so perfect. But like, there's there's certain things like on the live album. There's like a bunch of hidden tracks of just them shit talking throughout <laughs> like the middle of songs and in between yeah. songs and stuff. Um, and I'm pretty sure. It's either on there or I've seen it on a live video somewhere. You hear, like, Mark say, take off your pants and jacket in the middle of a song or something. I don't know if it's on that album or if it's, like, a live video, like, a day out in Australia or something. But it came from something that they used to say live. Um, um, and I always found that so interesting. <laughs> they just used to shit talk. Um, you, uh, re-listening to this, you can see there's... You can start picking out this um, humour within their music, mm. um, like Happy Holidays, You Bastard. That is just so much shit. It's unreal. I, I I know that song very, very well because I remember you you showed it to me and was like, oh, listen, this is fucking funny. Um, and it's one of those songs which is, um, I've always remembered. But it is, it's nice to see. That's the thing. I, I don't know how their live shows went apart from obviously the one that we saw, but they were at a point where they were either just coming back or being very funny with each other. Um, so the chemistry, I think because they were a lot older, they were very young when they started this band. So I think that's what's made their reunion so much bigger though, is that their music video is, well, the song's called Edging for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> yeah. And their whole promotional thing for the tour and their music video was We're Coming. And it's like, it's just different people being interviewed going, oh, I'd love it if they were coming. <laughs> I love, yeah. Are they coming? Sort of thing. And then like you see them at the end, it's just like, oh, we're coming. I can't wait to tell my son they're coming. Yeah, just it's so <laughs> weird. But it's like, that's exactly what it was. Because when you look at the Neighbourhoods album, everything was so serious. And I love Neighbourhoods. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, th- I think with um, the fact... 
the fact that they're obviously older now since when they first started in, like during the album cycles they've still kept their not necessarily immaturity but their uh personalities which is beautiful because obviously you've seen so many like bands and like members of bands go like go through like, making it and then getting really fucking big and they'll just go instantly serious and then their personality to come like dies off it, to them it is just a chore to write music play shows and go to it's like a few years ago travis brought back the uh like when they were doing live shows uh on enema of the state travis had the word fuck behind him and they used to set it on fire every night <laughs> and they bought it back a few years ago oh good um and i thought that's such a cool thing and it's just you know there's those little things that you remember but they never really lost their hymn. Like even on the neighborhoods album, it's very serious. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of in outside influences. Like some people go, Oh, it sounds like angels and airwaves, but there's what a song to them. They're still going. How are they? They released an album over this year or last year. Holy shit. Um, but they, you look at it and you go, well, the humor's still there. There's a song on neighborhoods called snake charmer. And it's about a woman. <laughs> You snake charm, you know exactly what I mean when I say that. <laughs> so, like, it's it's just. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't have to look at your privates when I did that. Oh, shit. Please, if if you're not watching, you have to go onto our Spotify or YouTube and find that section. It is fucking hilarious. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speak about sounds. That's where you want to look. Uh, so, yeah, basically, I, I think it's good that they've never really let go of that. <laughs> oh, shall we move on? Um, yeah. What, did yeah. I even answer the question? No. How, how was your exposure? Uh, what, when was your exposure? My uh, brother's best mate uh, turned up at my house one day and he was like, oh, have you listened to this? And it was, it was a single. Mm. It wasn't the album. It was a single of the rock show. Oh shit! And I've still got it. Have you? Um, oh. It was like a, it was like a paper CD holder. Mm. It wasn't in a plastic thing. It was a paper CD holder, um, and it was an enhanced CD. If you remember what they are, fucking hell, we sound old. <laughs> enhanced CD. So if you popped it into the computer, it had the music video for the rock show on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. And then the the second song on it was uh, Anthem Part Two, live. Mm. Um, and Tom talks about uh, how embarrassing it was that a, a kid in his class in PE got a boner <laughs> before the song and if you go on to the greatest hits album or it's untitled one of the two anthem part two that exact live track is on one of those albums um, um so i listen to that quite a lot yeah was because that their like, live stuff is so much it, yeah. you can really get the energy from it was was you shown that like not long after it come out, was it you know? A Honestly, time I, don't, after? I don't know. Like I, I don't know if it It'd was. Be like, interesting to know how you know, like young you were when you were first listening to it. Like I said, we would have been about six, seven, so that would have put you around what the eight, nine mark. Mm. Which, which is quite bad if you think about it with the uh, very explicit lyrics they've got. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, this album is is one of the reasons that I got in the most trouble with my next door neighbour. <laughs> like, honest to God, like the, the reason I because obviously me it was me you and then me and you met through I was babysitting Jack, my next door neighbour. Yeah. And I remember being around my next door neighbour's house one day. They used to have a big radio system, and I put the CD in of the album, 
Well, I'll listen to this. I put fuck a dog on. <laughs> no, <laughs> I completely and, forgot that existed. And I thought it was the funniest <laughs> shit in the world. I thought he was the funniest. And my next door neighbor, Carl, came in and he was like, You can't be playing this. And he like proper scolded me in front of like my mom. And I was just giggling. But then he, he like, you seen this difference in his face. I was like, Oh, okay, you better switch it off then. And I never played fuck a dog out loud after that ever again. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was so weird. That was so so weird. Um, but yeah, basically through uh, my brother's best mate, um, just turned up with the CD. I was like, "Oh, this is cool. Can I borrow it?" And I never gave it him back. Mm. But that's how a lot of people get into music. I'll oh, yeah. just try this, yeah. and then you just end up with a CD, and it's just like, "Oh, yeah, there it is." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, you just that's your intro. Um, but I'm pretty sure that was like when the song first came out and I didn't really listen to the album until like a couple of years later. Um, by the time I really got into them, they'd already broke up. Yeah. So then it was a huge deal for me when they got back together and then they wanted to, you know, they went to tour and stuff like that because I was like, I never thought I'd get this chance. Like yeah. exactly when I saw Alexis on fire. Yeah, definitely. I was like, oh, I never thought I'd have this chance. And then I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I suppose that's a great thing about well, I'd say it was more special, like quite a few years back, um, with how being exposed to music was, because obviously the internet wasn't as such a big thing. Streaming services never existed, and you had CDs. Um, CDs nuts! Got <laughs> <laughs> you. Where the fuck that come from? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, shit. That was quick. I like that. Fair play. Um, I, I was, for a split second in my head, I was like, is it worth doing it? Am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, so obviously, uh, as you just said about... You were, You're going to uh, avoid saying it now. You're going to be like, you know, there was compact discs. <laughs> you vinyls. You were given a compact disc um, of the single. Um, and it was kind of... you. I swap you a, a CD. Um, <laughs> I'd let you listen to it, and you would then, because it was harder to get your hands on music back then, you would actually listen to it and listen to it properly. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas streaming stuff now, if I sent you a link, I don't know if you listen to that song yeah. or not. So yeah, it's kind it's, of annoying because it's like if you've if you've heard a song where you're like, oh, this song's had a really profound effect on me, and it's it really it's reached something inside that I didn't think it would and it mm. really means something to me. And then someone just goes, oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, oh, listen to the breakdown. The breakdown in the song is unreal. It's unlike anything I've heard. <laughs> it's not um, the song that I sent you the other day, uh, Settle Your Scores, yeah. um, Your Teeth Versus The Pavement. That, I'd I listened to that for the first time last week and I was like, hold me fucking shit man this is insane like it really fucking hit me and i, I don't think it give you the same impression as it did with me i, did right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the, the last thing that really kind of struck me in that sort of scenario was um lorna shaw to the hellfire yeah like you saw how people were really going into it online and being like this is like another level and then I listened to it. I was like, ah. It annoys me because, yes, they are very talented. Don't get me wrong. Oh, definitely. I don't I don't disagree. Yeah. They've not done anything new apart from just a... <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Sorry, I missed that. What did I do again? Thank you. <laughs> just for the shorts. That is uh, 43 minutes in, That's just right. in case. Um, uh, but yeah, I think it's one of those that there's <laughs> uh, there's there's less of an impact now. Is your nose okay? Yeah, it's fucking itched. Not crazy. <laughs> The one thing that we do have to say is that me and Josh growing up at random intervals, Josh would just start pissing blood out of his nose. Oh, I remember. So if we ever get that on a podcast, it will be great. I'm not going to lie. Um, do you remember when we were going to band practice and we were sat on the bus on the way to the uh, onto the practice rooms? Yeah, took my hoodie off and it was fucked by the end of the bus journey. I mean, yeah, the bus journey was about 20 minutes. Yeah, his nose started just going... I remember it in school quite a few times as well. Yeah. Miss, I've got to go on... Piercing blood out my nose. <laughs> we sat on this bus and we literally got to a point where, like, Josh was like gushing blood. He'd taken his hoodie off and it gushing. was soaked through. Did you just laugh at like gushing? <laughs> gushing. <laughs> and then you got to a point where, like, your hoodie was soaked through. So then I had to take my hoodie off. And it was like, we booked was, was a two hour slot in the, re- in the rehearsals room. It took 15 minutes for you to stop. Bleeding everywhere. Oh, I felt so. I love, I love how you say it took him twenty minutes just to stop. He's like, like he had a choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just get your guitar out, man. What are you doing? This is fucking metal. <laughs> Time is money and get all some that. Tissue up your nose. Come on. <laughs> it's bad, man. I, I, it's weird. I don't know what happened with those. I still get them from time to time, but no, no it was bad. I mean, I had a fucking dog brushing tail against my nose at once, and both nostrils pierced with blood. <laughs> She's awful. Want me to keep my dog away from you? <laughs> no, it's it's nowhere near as bad now. But um, yeah, let's. Uh, it's time to play a game. Let's leave the uh, the bloody noses, and uh, yes, let's play a game. Of room sixteen oh four eight two nine fucking two. Yeah. I'll tell you what, room 101 is a long way away from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you're... Well, I mean, if this is the first time you're seeing this random wacky bullshit, um, we play a game where we try to guess each other's favourite and least favourite songs off the album that we're talking about in the episode um, and give reasons why. Um, but yeah, if this is not the first time that you're watching this, then you will already know that. So it's just part of the method. Hi, mum. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it over to you two to start. What is happening to this podcast? Oh god. Um, yeah. Fucking hell. What's it's not the, Halloween um, just yet. Oh, oh, tune in, tune in, tune in, and tune in for fucking Halloween episode. It's going to be a fucking laugh. And whatever you do, don't just go and listen to it. Just fucking watch you it. You have to watch you it. You have to watch, watch it. it. It's going to be sick. And Sick not in a gory way. Sick as in you might not ever want to look at a male ever again in your life. Yeah, we got big plans with you. Yes. Mm. Do you know? No, no, <laughs> but I can tell it's sick. Let's just say, <laughs> after this podcast, you you may you may be into men. <laughs> Better be damn let's, good. Let's let's play the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fully embracing the blink aspect of this podcast. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll leave it over to you. Whoever wants to go first. 
I want you to guess my favourite and least favourite. For an album that I have listened to so much in my life, still going to pull I up. think, I don't know if it's just the fact that you're kind of on the spot. I, even I, I've been listening to this album for a few days, but I still have to look at the track list. Go on, man. Um, so, can I guess favourite? Yeah. I'm going to go first date. It's like, it, was, it was either first date or anthem part two for me. I'm going to go with Shut Up. No. My favourite is Stay Together for the Kids. Ask why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was different to the rest of the album for me. It was a lot more, not necessarily softer, but yes, softer in a way. Um, you could hear a lot of meaning behind the actual song. Um, You've seen the music video for it? I haven't, to be honest. Oh, it's weird. You can tell from the lyrics and listening to it that, well, I, I don't know whether they actually it happened to them, but obviously the... Uh, well, from what I got from it, it was like parents splitting up and they're, they're only staying together for the kids. So it was like a, the, the beginning of the music video, it says 50% of households in America end in divorce. Um, and I'm pretty sure, I know that Mark has said in interviews how like that song was because he he witnessed his parents go through breakup and stuff like that when he was when he was young. Um, and I'm not sure if Tom did, but I, th- I think for some reason, I think that that's like a, a bonding point for them. I, d- I don't know. It just seemed it was more more of a serious turn, more, well, more of a serious song for the album, which I I quite enjoyed. It's not like it's the first time that they've done it, though. It's like, it I think the whole albums. album is more like a, it's a representation of like adolescence. Especially it, at that time. Yeah. Definitely. And like you listen to... Enemy of the State and Adam's song on it. Mm-hmm. That's a very deep song as well. Yeah. It's, it's about, you know, it's about teen suicide. Like, it's, yeah. it's a dark song when you look at it. Um, and it's played in Drop B, which I bet you didn't know. Is it really? Yeah. Holy shit. Um, now he's interested. Baritones. Uh, yeah. yeah, to be fair, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, um, the Clever music video for that, for that song, for Stay Together, is they're literally playing in a house that's getting demolished around them. Oh, fucking hell. Um, I'll have to watch it. It's a good. It's a really good video. It's really well done. Um, it's I'm weird. surprised by that. I've I've always seen Blink as one of those. And I apologise if this offends anybody, but I'm ready to be offended. <laughs> more of an immature because of their wackier songs. Uh, the lyrical, that's what lyrical content. For, though, yeah. let's, let's be honest. But when you actually start delving deep into them, well, deeper into them, then you obviously can see they have. Touched on subjects which are more heartfelt and are quite traumatising, I suppose. I think also when you get to a certain level as a band, I think sometimes you have to kind of start tackling stuff that is representative of bands and your yeah. listenership and all that sort of stuff because, you know, there's a reason they clearly, like, Tune into you, so it's it's very important that they tackle those topics sometimes. Yeah. Um, okay, least favorite. I'm gonna go with rock show. No, that, to be honest, that's my second favorite. Really? I just mm. love the melody. I think it's fucking wicked. Uh, also, I, that song was literally written in like I think they wrote it in like an hour, from what I know. Because really, I, yeah. from what I know, they were told uh, we don't have a single for this album. 
which you listen to it now and you listen to the amount of pop punk bands that rip off this album yeah and you go there's no single yeah. <laughs> um and yeah they basically just took the piss and wrote this song and massive mad well, i'm just gonna go with shut up no all right now i'm gonna choose like the song trying to tell you something <laughs> because uh <laughs> Ben's told you to shut up on both of these guesses. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the hint and I'll I shut up. I think he's had enough. <laughs> no. Uh, I thought what, we were actually playing the game now. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's um, online songs. I, 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 I've got no reason for it. I just don't. You're here. You're mine. Yeah. It, it seems fair, really, yeah. really simple. Really simple. I always... It's weird because you've got Anthem Part 2, which I don't know why they needed a Part 2 for that. Then he starts by singing Josie, which is a song off a previous album. Mm. Shouldn't it have been Josie Part 2? Would have made sense. Yeah. Also, there's another thing that I realised after listening to this album again today. It I, I never really picked up onto it until today. And... I don't realise, and again, I do apologise if I offend anybody with this. I'm not that much of a fan when it comes to the songs that Tom is a lead in terms of vocals for. I prefer Mark Mark's lead songs. Nice. <laughs> if you can hear that on the microphone, if you're listening through headphones, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's um, <laughs> someone's clearly got phlegm problems outside. Um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I don't know why the songs just don't seem fully fledged out to me. They, it's either they seem rushed or just seem simple. So I, I always, there was a certain time where I couldn't listen to certain Blink songs because Mark went through a stage where he sang every song like it was an adult nursery rhyme. <laughs> yeah i get that you see you know like he's he, all of his vocal hooks like uh, in certain songs he sings like he's singing to children and i yeah. find it really weird but this album is not so much in that sort of yeah because no. you can tell that they were writing together on this album um there was a lot of it on neighborhoods because neighborhoods they it's well documented that they wrote in three different studios they didn't really talk they just wrote an album remote. Oh, okay. So be like, here's a idea. Oh, okay. Here's my idea for that idea. Yeah, you can really tell. I mean, to be honest, we've uh, experienced that during COVID. We obviously started writing and doing it all remotely, and it's really strange. Even though we've got technology now where we can FaceTime and we can talk to each other whilst we're doing all this uh, kind of stuff, unless you're actually jamming together, the the dynamic of it's writing together different. is so yeah. different when me and you are in a room and we're writing it's like go 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 let's uh, we got this idea let's do this let's do this we churn out something so quick but whereas if you're doing it remotely it's like i'm recording it and then i'll listen to it i need to do that again yeah and, and it becomes i feel like remote recording should be when you've already got the idea done and then you're tracking yeah yeah Whereas jamming and forming ideas should be done because it's a human thing. Yeah. You know, you, you're coming up with ideas. <clears throat> you bounce back and forth. So um, Let's do Ben's. Yes, let's do Ben's. Do you want to rock, paper, scissors for favourite? 
the fuck was that? I Pencil. Like, that that was way too complicated for just picking who asked yeah. first. That was the scissors. Oh, okay, so you beat me anyway. <laughs> okay, um, what are you gonna choose? Do uh, first date. Oh, fuck. We do favorite. Favourhood. Favourhood. Or... Oh, yeah, that's favourite. My favourite. Happy holidays, you bastard. Whoa, whoa, shit. Oh, no, no, no. Copy right, copy right, copy right. Fucking copyright. <laughs> my finger Jesus. slip, my finger slip. <laughs> um, la, 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 Go on then, Ben. What's your, what's your favourite? Stay together for the kids. Oh, really? I was going to change it, but then I thought, you know, fuck off. Like, <laughs> we can have the same favourite. <laughs> yeah, so much passive aggressive. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That's fair. okay. Um, wider, no. wider. Kind of the same reasons as you, but purely just to me, the chorus just smacks. It kicks, yeah. doesn't it? Kicks. Yeah, <laughs> it goes, man. It just it catches you off guard, especially yeah. like when you haven't heard it for like you know it's the first time you heard it. You haven't heard it for so long. It's got that whole wall of sound dynamic as well, where it's like yeah. it's um. It kind of starts quiet and then it just builds and then it hits you. Um, I've said it on a previous podcast. Uh, there's a song on Radioactive by McFly called, I think it's called POV. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a direct ripoff of Stay Together for the Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of instrumentally, it starts with a guitar and then the bass comes in and it's got a heavy chorus. And then uh, they do the same thing. And then in the bridge, it's like a piano. Yeah. You've just offended my sister. I don't give a shit. It's the same song. (laughs) Just different lyrics. Go listen to those songs back to back. It's be fair. You'll go, what the hell? I remember you showing me and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Sorry if I offended you. I'm not sorry. Sorry. Um, So yeah, okay. Uh, My second choice would have been um, Story of a Lonely Guy. I like that one. Yeah. I like love the lyrics. Yeah. Um, that's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So least favorite, I'm going to go with, shut up. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what, um, what was it then? <laughs> um, roller coaster. No. A roller, roller coaster. Poopa scooper. <laughs> I can't wait to see him next year. It's going to be so good. But no. Okay. Go on. No. And what's your least? He favorite? hasn't said yet. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Shut up. No. <laughs> uh, reckless abandon. No. Oh. Happy holidays. You bastard. You bastard. You bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing purely against it. It's just what, like, it's just a 30 second, 40 second song in it. So, yeah. That's probably the only reason. I'll why. never talk to you again unless your dad will suck my cock. <laughs> Josh sings it like he's in, a, he's in a choir or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an inside joke. Sorry, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we spoke about it on the podcast I think we before. Have, yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> right, Mister Mister Mills. Sorry, I'm sorry. gonna go with Anthem Part Two. It's your favorite. It's my favorite. Hang on, let me just. Uh... <laughs> Passing time and all that. For those who are watching the video and just listening to the sound, I hope you're enjoying that. I bet no. that's coming across <laughs> on headphones. Pure delight. ASMR, bitch. No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, no, it's a good song. It's up there. But it's, I know it's that's not. one of the ones that you spoke to me about most. 
not well that I can recall in conversations that we spoke. I will. About. I will give you a hint. It's not stay together for the kids. Is not it? not to be not to be like ironic or anything. But I damn thought we would have got free for free. Then <laughs> I genuinely that if you would have asked me when I was like younger, all day long that would have been my favorite song just because it like the subject matter in that song hit home for me as a kid. Yeah. Um, and I really, really love that song. It's it's up there. I've probably listened to it the most on the album out of yeah. all the songs. But as as a grown ass man, uh probably <laughs> not now. There's a, I don't know, there's a part of me which is kind of thinking happy holidays because of comedic aspects, but I would imagine there's other songs on the album. I feel like most I feel meaning. like like say the singles seem a bit too I it's easy to go for the singles, so I don't want to go for the singles, but that's probably going to end up like coming back at me. No, it's not a single. No. Um, every time I look for you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which yeah. one? <laughs> <laughs> every time I look for you. Uh, okay. Um. So why? It's because you've got what are the songs again? So you got roller coaster, scuba. Reckless Abandon and Every Time I Look For You are like a trilogy on the album where it's all three songs and they lead into each other. Mm. Also reminds me of American Pie, which listening to this album at that time... Makes you think, yeah. And it just, this album reminds me of American Pie, which... Not even American Pie, just that genre of film. Yeah, and preparing for this podcast, I've listened to the album and I've watched through all the American Pies. Have you actually? On Netflix, yeah. I've just watched (laughs) through all of them. It just reminds me, it makes me want to watch American Pie. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, um, but that's just because. Again, going back to the album now, I'm like, that's a that's a rager of a song that is. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna go for your least favorite. Is shut up. Will you just take a guess? <laughs> You're so mean all the time. No, please take me home. <laughs> um, you are home. Oh. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. Uh, no, no. Okay. Give me one good reason. Take you home. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stop flirting with me, boy. It's going to be a roller coaster of a time. <laughs> I've already told you that I like the trilogy. So. But the end, it's going to be a story of a lonely guy. I know what he's doing. I'm just, I, I'm not going to pay attention to him now. First day. Uh, I'm just going to say online going. songs. Yeah. Yeah. First two day. for two. Oh, <laughs> yeah, online songs. I just think it's. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's the strongest song on the album. It seems really simple, really yeah. simple. But we are going off of the, uh, the, you know, the base track list of the album because if it was like absolute favorite song, and you were including secret songs, I'd go fuck a dog all day long. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not. Don't say like no, that. No, let's change those because you clip that and then you've just got me saying something horrendous. <laughs> oh, <that worked>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah I was fun. joking. I'd, I wouldn't put fuck a dog up top. That's weird as well. <laughs> let's get, let's move on. Let's move oh, on. Right. So I think this is, uh, going a bit off the rails. Um, so my final questions to you are, and this goes to both of you. How has this album changed your life? I think Tom's obviously hit onto it more throughout the, the episode. Yeah, go on, Ben, because I'm I'm not really a big fan. So, <laughs> it sounds like James Tom's life. <laughs> I understand that you're not the biggest fan, but I love them. Okay, and I can't yeah. literally put it into words. Like I, I physically can't, so I'm just not gonna. Okay. 
How about you, Josh? It <laughs> <laughs> uh, brings back a lot of memories. So more, like I said earlier, to skating days where I first got exposed to it. Obviously, I... Here comes the soppy moment. I look up to you a lot, Tom. And a lot of my musical influences throughout my life have come from you. And one, I can't thank you enough. And well, because I listen to some fucking crazy, crazy shit now, which I love. I mean, the fucking banger of a playlist you made the other day absolutely made my asshole this big. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking slaps, man. I made a gym playlist and um, I made a point of going through the angriest music I could. Yeah. Or grooviest. And then I made a point of not repeating the same band twice. Oh, nice. The playlist ended up being four hours long. <laughs> Long enough. Yeah. Do you know what's mad? If if that's the heaviest shit, like you, uh, I I completely. I say heaviest it. within reason as well because yeah. I, you know, I like something that's catchy or groovy yeah. or all that sort of stuff. I fucking loved every single song on that, and I've listened to that uh, playlist. I mean, <laughs> what you sent it me Sunday, I've yeah. listened to it twice already. Jesus. I do. I fucking love it. It's sick. Um, I'll have to send it over to you. Dude, honestly, it's so, fucking heavy as fuck. It'll be an education for you. Yeah. It, there's no uh, Blackbird by the Beatles on there. I will be. The part of what you said, heavy shit. Come on. <laughs> heavy. <laughs> heavy shit. Because um, all I got from that is you dumped a heavy shit load. On yeah, I'm just making jokes because if Josh carries on talking like that, I'll just get emotional and I don't like it. I don't do emotion. <laughs> and I'll just be sitting here like. I'll be sat in a pool of my own piss and tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it brings back a lot of memories especially towards me finding music and actually uh i would say so i remember sitting in your living room fucking years and years ago and we don't talk about those times we can't like legally can't talk about what happened in those living rooms <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time that I got caught uh, singing at the top of my lungs to junior senior? No. <laughs> I've never told you this then. Um, I've never told anyone this. Yeah, now it's going out to the world. Um, do you remember... Dun, 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 start the beat. That one. <laughs> I was sat in my living room watching like TV and it came on, music video, yeah. and I was sat there going... <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. I was like 10, 11 at the time, like proper going for it, really singing along. <laughs> and my next door neighbour, obviously Jack, yeah. he's he's got an older sister, Kirsty. Yeah. She was looking through the letterbox <laughs> at me. If only fucking mobile oh, phones were honestly. And then she, she managed to open the front door as quietly as possible and just... Just literally stood behind me and just started laughing at the top of my lungs. <laughs> I shit my pants, honestly. It don't, was don't, don't, don't stop the beat. Come, come, come. Control the beat. Come on, everybody. Just move your feet. I don't stop. Don't stop the beat. I don't stop. Why does this sound like? Come, yeah. <laughs> don't stop. Uh, oh, yeah, so, I'm great. sorry. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, going back to my point, I remember sat in your living room and you... Uh, introduced Krang TV to me. And that was the point where I actually started diving deeper into music, which I actually wanted to go out and listen to myself. Yeah. So 
that is where my music journey really properly started for like myself, but that was through you. So honestly, I can't thank you enough for um, getting me into. I know. <laughs> into a path that started me on where I am today in terms of my my music journey. Um, I can't remember what the fuck I was. As you saying. can tell, I don't deal with serious moments very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I uh, yeah, I completely fucking lost the thought of trains. So. <laughs> um, yeah, this album inspired me um, because it brings back a lot of memories. I think uh, I think that kind of touches on what I was going to say. It's it's uh, a lot of it is the nostalgia aspect, um, and it, this album just reminds me of Discovery. That's the only way I can really put it. Like you only discover th- things once. Yeah. You know, so no matter what you do, you will always think back to the first time you, the, when you discovered it because you'll never get that opportunity to listen to it for the first time again. Uh, um, so that is, is big to me. Like, I I wasn't... I listened to music a lot, but the first CD, uh, like, single I ever bought was Vertigo by U2. Don't know why. <laughs> it was just on the shelf in Woolworths. Um oh, shit, Woolworths. Yeah. That's going back a few. Um but I weren't really into like rock music and then I got this and that was like my gateway. Yeah. That's the only way that I can really put it. So, um, in a con- very, very condensed way, I think that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. No, it's, a, I think this is, uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster of a, an episode. Say that again. Roller coaster. Roller coaster. But I think that's, uh, a good way to wrap it up if uh, if you don't think so. If, yeah. Is there anything you guys want to say before we we cut? Um, well, I'm going to let Ben uh, wrap this one up just while me and Josh have a hug fest because it's Go got on. all emotional. <laughs> get, get, the, get the fuck out of here. Come on. Right, so. Go on, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe, uh what you say if you're not subscribed to us already? <laughs> it's available. It's all. It's going to be available on YouTube and then all our other um, podcast platforms: Apple Music, Spotify. We're also on social media as well: Instagram, TikTok. Uh, that's that's basically that's yeah. the basis yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, Discord. Yeah, Discord. Yeah, we've also got our Discord server. Um, links link. will all be down there. That's that. the one. Yeehaw. That is the um, one. Um, have you anything left for you guys to say? No, just do all the clickies of the buttons, do the subscribing, following. You can rate us five stars on Spotify, iTunes, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It goes a very, very long way. And I've really enjoyed this. Absolutely. Thank you both. Thank you and very much. We will see you all in the next one, guys. Stay classy, internet. Bye. Bye.